open your disbelief, your rational, analytic mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I'm about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast, and welcome to you from all over the world. Welcome to you from Germany. Achtung, ich rufe noch einmal Stalingrad. Hier ist Stalingrad. Hier ist die Front von der Wolga. Welcome to you from New Mexico. From, from Arizona. If you, if you can find lower prices anywhere, my name ain't Nathan Arizona. And from wherever else in the world you may be li- you may be viewing or listening to this podcast. Well, we certainly had an interesting week last week. I did a reading on Vicky White, uh, the, the security guard, the, the prison guard who uh, ran away and with uh, with Casey White, and she ended up taking her own life at the end. And she came through quite clear. Actually, it was quite stunning. If you want to go back and take a look at that podcast from last week, Vicki uh, White comes to us from beyond the grave. I, I think it's uh, pretty accurate. You know, when I do these things, I'm kind of focused while I'm doing this on the production, on what you know, on setting up the podcast, on setting up the the YouTube, setting up the cameras. What do the cards say? Being in touch and uh, doing the actual production. And it was only upon reflection. Uh, of the podcast last week that several things occurred to me which I want to share with you now. If you care to go look at that podcast, I talk, you know, the tarot revealed several things about itself. You know, one of the things it revealed was that it has a, it has its own independent philosophy, um, its own way of looking at things, its own suggestions. And uh, it revealed some of that independent philosophy last week. One of the things it revealed was that uh, that life of consciousness continues beyond beyond this earthly pall, we might say. That life continues beyond our physical death. Because I've done some other podcasts, too, on people who have been deceased, and it came, they all came through incredibly clear. I did Brian Laundrie, Christy Gates, Heidi Plank, Maya Millette, and all those things came through incredibly clear. You want to go back and listen to any of those podcasts, especially to Brian Laundrie and the um, Christy Giles. Those all came through very clear. So the the tarot apparently believes or it's able to see beyond the beyond what we're able to see into the other life, that there is a life beyond this one. And though I tend to believe in uh, reincarnation, the tarot certainly wants to reinforce that belief. It also believes that we have a destiny in this life, a destiny in this world. Uh, if we look at uh, last week's podcast, uh, Vicki didn't get to fulfill her destiny, didn't get to fulfill her uh, things that she came here to do by taking her own life. She interrupted that. She interrupted that path that she was on. She still had some more things to do. So if she had things to do, I guess I have things to do. And I guess you have things to do. 
And the tarot believes that we came in here and we have a destiny in this life. And also the tarot believes in reincarnation. Yeah, so, yeah, because especially at the end of uh, the podcast last week, it talked about her starting a new cycle, uh, starting again as the fool. So that's a clear indication of reincarnation. Even the initial card, the death card, is a, more of a card of, of transformation. Uh, so she's going through a period of transformation. Anyway, th- those are the things that Tarot uh, reveal about itself and the way it thinks about things. And, uh, you know, I don't manipulate these cards. These are the cards I drew, and this is just the way it came up. So, today I'm going to do a little fun thing. We're going to take a look at uh, UFOs this week. Hooray, UFOs! Uh, the, I guess the Senate, the House, had a, a congressional hearing this week. And uh, we're going to take a look at that. So, let, let me uh, switch to a, an article, and we'll read the article, and then we'll ask some questions. So, here's an article from MSN. Oh, it's from last week, entitled, Pentagon Unveils Shocking New UFO Footage in Congressional Hearing. The hearing held by the House Intelligence Subcommittee on Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence, and Counterproliferation was the first on the subject of UFOs since 1968. Questions included whether or not the government had crashed UFOs in its possession and whether or not the Pentagon has investigated reports of flying saucers appearing with nuclear weapons. Although the C-3 subcommittee may seem like a strange host for a hearing on UFOs, the questions primarily focus on sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, on military training ranges and whether they represented a safety or security threat to U.S. military personnel. The reasoning is that if UAPs have a man-made origin, they could be intelligence operations against U.S. military forces conducting training. Two Pentagon officials, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence Scott Bray and Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence Security Ronald Moulton, answered questions on the Pentagon's recent UAP efforts. The 2022 defense budget mandated that Department of Defense create an an agency to track UAP sightings. That agency, the Airborne Objective Identification and Management Synchronization Group, was tasked with scientific, operational, and technical analysis of data gathered by field investigations to better understand and explain the unidentified aerial phenomena. Tuesday's hearing was a step step forward. Nick Pope, a former UFO investigator for the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense, tells Popular Mechanics, for far too long, this subject has unfairly stigmatized and witnesses were disbelieved or ridiculed. That discouraged pilots and radar operators from speaking out, but a few brave ones did. And what happened on Tuesday is a testament to their courage and vindication of their experiences. Bray explained that during the hearings that UAP incidents likely resolve in five main categories. Airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, U.S. government or industrial development programs, secret aircraft, foreign adversary systems, drones, or other, a bin that allows for difficult cases and for the possibility of surprise and scientific discoveries. The other bin could allow for foreign adversaries that have developed breakthrough technologies, but other obvious implications is that it could also allow for extraterrestrial and extraterrestrial technology. Both officials, however, stated they would not speculate on some of the more unusual sightings gathered by 
A-O-I-M-G-S-G, Ray said that likely everyone he wanted immediately wanted immediate explanations, but that understanding can take significant time and effort. He suggested is why the Office of Naval Intelligence embarked on data-driven facts approach. So, it seems like we got a lot of backpedaling going on here. Uh, you know, they're, they're not willing to commit to anything. They had another hearing afterward that discussed... Uh, it was a secret hearing. They gave a little bit more information, the information I would like to get my hands on. I personally believe that, yeah, we're being visited. Uh, for whatever reason, these entities do not wish to uh, um, let us know they're here. They've probably been here for thousands of years. So this is just my personal belief, and I, I have no way of proving it. It certainly is a interesting thing to think about, and I've never seen a UFO or had an experience with one, but there seems to be... Uh, a lot of documented cases. Now, how can all these documented cases from, well, we're going to just go back 70 years, how can they all be false? Let's ask the tarot and see what the tarot has to say. I wrote down a question this morning. What is the goal of the UAPs or UFOs? Why are they here? Let's see if the tarot can answer that in five cards. Okay, welcome to the tarot reading portion. Let's... uh. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Taking Neo to see her. See who? The Oracle. So let's take a look and see what we got. Let me uh let, let me let me let me plug in here and Contact! Switch on! Switch on. Let's see what we can do. Okay, so the question is, and I'm trying to keep these videos short. What is, so that's why I'm just going to do five card readings. You know, I'm just trying to keep it short and to the point. I like the background if you're on the, the YouTube page. Nice, nice UFO background. So, what is the goal of the UFOs? Why are they here? Why are they here in five cards? Let's see. I like to lay them all, all out first. So, let's uh, shuffle the deck. What is the goal of the UAPs? Why are they here? What is the goal of the UAPs? Why are they here? Well, maybe I should be asking if they are here, but I'm, on my past readings uh, revealed that they are here, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and operate on that assumption. So what is the goal of the UAPs? Why are they here? Knight of Swords. A chariot. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? The high priestess. Well, that's very interesting. For the past. The future. The ten of coins. Very interesting. And what can we expect? Not bad. The nine of cups. The beginning of a change for you. The start of a more fortunate period in your life. Remain open to conflicting ideas. Keep conversations impersonal and humorous so as not to hurt feelings of anyone. Also remember that some people are idiots and no one should try to take them on. You will never be able to help them understand their limitations. So that's them. That's the visitors. Uh, there also indicates a journey. So they're here on a journey. Um, 
an exciting new journey for them. They're really interested and enthused about what's going on here. And they also understand that the people here on Earth are not going to, uh, the people that are visiting are not going to understand their, their motives, their circumstances, their technologies. Now, we're, we're just not going to get it. And I would say, based on our current uh, political conflicts that we're having in this country, we would have a lot of misunderstanding. So, but so they're, they're here, uh, and, and they're uh, on an exciting journey for them, and they're not revealing themselves because they won't be understood. Then the, the chariot is the obstacle. Now, that usually indicates uh, you've made a, a, a journey, a long journey, and that for them, it's been, it's been a very long journey to get here. It's been a successful journey. But uh, again, they're just not able to reveal everything that's going on because we won't understand. As a seasoned warrior, the charioteer is called upon to be extra attentive to the way ahead. He's, he's, they have to be very careful about their way ahead, about what they choose to reveal, uh, about what they're doing here and it, that's the obstacle for them as we become more uh, more aware of the presence and able to detect them much much more than we were in the past certainly when they they appear there's even records of them appearing in front of the armies of Alexander the Great and they were just described as fires in the sky but today's technology is much more sophisticated they're having to be much more careful on their journey and much more attentive uh, to this journey ahead of them in the past, uh, the high priestess. The high priestess stands in front of the doors. Uh, two, you see two pillars. Uh, in the Kabbalah, that would be uh, severity and mercy. So she stands at the doorway, at the gate. She does not allow fools to enter. She only allows the initiated to enter. So she is standing at in front of the, uh, the tapestry behind her is the Oh, gateway to initiation, a gateway to higher knowledge. So in the past, the visitors have appeared to us in, the, in those kind of terms. Uh, the, these are also the top, uh, pillars of Solomon, of Solomon's temple. They've been around, they've been, uh, they've been with us for a long time, and they have revealed themselves to some and have not revealed themselves to others. And currently, that's probably the same thing is going on. They are doing some revealing and some withholding. And we look into the future, the Ten of Coins. So what is helping? What is helping is these people, these visitors, have the potential to help us. Uh, They're great resources, the potential for great resources, to be great resources to us, to our society, to our science, to our medical science. Uh, They think of themselves as having the potential to really help people out, to really help this planet out. And I certainly hope they do. We have a we need, we're in need of a lot of help. And then the final one is the ten of oh the nine of nine of cups. It's a comfortable home. Um, looks like they like it here. They found themselves a comfortable home, and they've searched the they've searched throughout the universe. Are kind of comfortable being here. They want things to work out. Uh, it's kind of a fluke that they ended up here. They really weren't aiming to uh, turn up here. Or they weren't expecting what they found. But they're uh, a fate of uh, a trick of fate has turned them into a successful outcome. So 
I guess they like it here. What we can expect, we can expect them to, to stick around. They like it here. They're not going anywhere. At some point in time, I believe they're gonna, there'll be some revealing. So if I, if I just review everything from the top to the bottom, we have the Knight of Swords. It's been a long, exciting journey for them. Uh, the chariot, you know, difficult and they're be a difficult and dangerous journey, and they're being very cautious on their way through. And I, I'm, you know, as experienced travelers, they're being very cautious. Uh, the queen, uh, the, the high priestess, yeah, they've been with us a long time in the past. That's the past. Uh, she stands between the temples of Solomon. Uh, they've revealed themselves to um, some and withheld revealing to others. People who would understand, and people who are ready to understand, they'll reveal themselves to. Uh, then we have, you know, the chariot. They're being very careful. That's the obstacle again. And then the coins, the ten of coins. What is helping is they think themselves, they think of themselves as people who are able to be of great benefit to this society and this planet. And then the final outcome, hey, they like it here. They think they found themselves a home. I hope they are friendly people. <laughs> I hope they are friendly entities. I mean, we can't even accept each other uh, in terms of our racial tensions in our society. How are we going to accept a uh, extraterrestrial intelligence? Uh, we got a long ways to go. Anyway, that's my interpretation for this week. So thank you for looking. Uh, thank you for viewing. I want to, if you want to uh, ask a question for next week, go ahead, send me an email over to john at johnstarot.net. Uh, we could take a look at, uh, do a psychopomp, take a look at somebody from the past. We could take another look at UFOs. We could look at anything you want. Really, this, uh, was a, this whole thing is designed to be helpful to you. So, for this week, I want to tell you... Goodbye, Professor Marvel, and thanks a lot! Oh, you're welcome, and I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.